Welcome to Living the Bible Together. This is Dr. Troy Shaw, pastor of the Liberty Hill Church, internationally headquartered in Columbus, Ohio, located at 4410 Refugee Road. We worship here online Sundays at 11 a.m. We celebrate communion on the first Sunday of each month. Our Bible study is on Wednesdays at 7 o'clock p.m. For additional information, log on to livingthebibletogether.org. Join us here weekly as we're living the Bible together through education, missions, and ministry. Liberty Hill, living the Bible together through education, missions, and ministry. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Let us bow our heads. God, we thank thee and we praise thee for all that thou hast done for us, for thy great joy, thy love, thy peace. Bless us now with thy presence that thy word might become such a part of our hearts that we might walk after the way of the Christ that has died for us. We thank thee for all the great blessings that thou hast bestowed upon us throughout life and we appreciate thee, God, even as we start this year. We appreciate you, Lord, because we know that you will see us through. And so we thank you for your protection, for your provision, for your great care. Continue with us. Stay with us forever. Leave us never, for we need you, Lord. The great, the wonderful, the precious, magnificent name of Christ. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 31 verses 7 through 14 read like this. For thus saith the Lord, sing with gladness for Jacob and shout among the chief of the nations. Publish ye, praise ye and say, O Lord, save thy people, the remnant of Israel. Behold, I will bring them from the north country and gather them from the coast of the earth and with them the blind and the lame. The woman with child and her that travaileth with child together, a great company shall return thither. They shall come with weeping and with supplications will I lead them. I will cause them to walk by the rivers of water in a straight way wherein they shall not stumble, for I am a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, O ye nations, and declare it in the isles afar off, and say, He that scattereth Israel will gather him, and keep him as a shepherd doth his flock. For the Lord hath redeemed Jacob and ransomed him from the hand of him that was stronger than he. Therefore they shall come and sing in the height of Zion and shall flow together to the goodness of the Lord. For wheat and for wine and for oil and for the young of the flock and of the herd. And their souls shall be as a watered garden and they shall not sorrow any more at all. Then shall the virgin rejoice in the dance, both young men and old together, for I will turn their mourning into joy and will comfort them and make them rejoice from their sorrow. And I will satiate the soul of the priest with fatness, and my people shall be satisfied with my goodness, saith the Lord. Trouble don't last always. I know over these last few 
months, over the last year, we have witnessed uh, trouble. We've witnessed a historic time in our lives, in the life of humanity. We've come to a place where it seems that there is certainly trouble on every side. Uh, from global issues to local issues, we can find ourselves in a conundrum of trouble very quickly. One has to ask, does trouble last always? As we go through the trials and the tribulations, the stress and strain of life, one must ask, does trouble last always? When going through the thick of situations and the issues that come our way, oftentimes you lose faith and lose sight of the hope that is before us, of the prize that is before us, wondering if trouble will last always. Oftentimes we find ourselves feeling like the Evans family uh, from good times, wondering when we will find our next good time because there are so many issues in our lives, so many things that can distract our thinking from the way and the wisdom of God. And so this morning, this first Sunday of the year, we've come just for a few moments to encourage us to keep on keeping on with the hope that God will, with the faith that God will deliver us from the troubles of this life. Trouble don't last always. You know, growing up in the church, I used to wonder as I'd hear older uh, saints sing this particular song, Trouble Don't Last Always. As a young boy, I wasn't too crazy about the song because it was slow and it had a, a, a lot of feeling to it that I didn't quite understand. I liked the music from the background of the cartoons, the background music from Mickey Mouse and those kinds of things. Tom and Jerry, uh, Bugs Bunny kind of music. But see, when you got to church, they had that slow music. You had to slow music and they didn't allow us to go to sleep back then you couldn't close your eyes you had to stay woke and this music was the kind of music that made you want to close your eyes but as I get older I understand that it's not about the the music it's not about how slow or how fast the tempo but when you understand the words there are times when you slow down the words long enough and get them in your heart and mind and you begin to realize that there's something here that goes beyond the beat of the drum trouble don't last always they were reminding each other they were encouraging each other to know that trouble don't last always back in those days folk were poor just like they are now they were wondering how do you make your ends meet you know sometimes they had problems getting their electric bill paid but somebody said trouble don't last always somebody else was having problems in their relationship with their marriage or problems with the kids and somebody just uh, said trouble don't last always and they sang that song slowly and sometimes they might have sang it for five to ten minutes but I didn't understand I was a young man but I understand now that sometimes you just need some encouragement to know that trouble don't last always. I certainly think that as we began this year, what we've been through, we certainly need some encouragement to know that trouble don't last always. 
Jeremiah chapter 31 seems to bring the kind of encouragement that we need as we delve into the prophecy of Jeremiah. Jeremiah brings a word from God to the people. Uh, Jeremiah brings a word from God to the people to let the people know that your backsliddenness, your idolatry, and your uh, wicked ways will cause you to be on the wrong side of God's favor. You're going to find yourself under the wrath of God. You're going to find yourself in opposition to God, and that is never a good place. Jeremiah came to tell them that one day the chickens will come home to roost. You can keep living like you're living, but someday there will be consequences. Jeremiah comes to tell them that there are consequences to your actions. He wants Judah and Israel to know that your treatment of the poor, your uh, treatment of the poor and the way that you've forgotten God is going to cause you stress and strain. He comes to tell them that God is going to come and God is going to bring correction. Nevertheless, as we reflect on our backsliddenness, as we reflect on the things that we've done wrong, we can yet hold on knowing that God will bring correction, yet God will not leave us in punishment forever. The Lord will take care of his children. The Lord will direct us in the right way. And there are times where adversity will come in order for us to learn a lesson. But I'm glad today that God does not leave us on punishment forever. You ever known some of those parents or some of those children who stay on punishment? They're always grounded, always in their room. They never get off punishment. I remember telling some parents some years ago that no matter what, you always got to leave an escape. If, if you don't leave an escape, if you don't leave a route for a correction and a route for redemption, then a young person will ultimately find out that I might as well just go ahead and do anything and everything I want to do because I can never get off punishment. Well, I'm glad that God's wisdom is so much greater than ours when it comes to parenting because our heavenly parent gives us a way out. We ought to be glad that the Lord tempers us through the prophecies that come as the men and women of God come to pronounce the word of God. We ought to thank God for the word of prophecy that gives us hope for the future, the word of prophecy that allows our faith to remain consistent in the Lord, knowing that we've messed up and that times when we've gone the wrong way and the Lord will correct us and will reprove us and sometimes we will have the consequences. It seems that we're being punished, yet we ought be glad that God is merciful and a season of punishment will not last eternally. And so today, as we look at Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 7 through 14, let's think about this idea that trouble don't last always. So look there at verse 9. It says, they shall come with weeping and with supplication will I lead them. I will cause them to walk by the rivers of water in a straight way wherein they shall not stumble. For I am a father to Israel and Ephraim is my firstborn. The way may be teary. Let me tell you today that the way may be teary. Sometimes when we think about trouble, we want trouble to end when we want trouble to end. 
I want to be in control. I want to tell God how long my consequences ought to last. I want to be the dictator. Lord, that's enough. But let me tell you today that there are times that the way home may be teary. Everybody can't just do like Dorothy and click their heels three times and get back home. Sometimes repentance may require some consequences so that as we go back home, we can stay back home. The way may be teary. Your way back may be harder than your way down. Sometimes we want God to do it our way. We want the Lord to correct us our way. That's enough. But let me tell you that the Lord knows us, knows even the number of hairs on our head. And there comes a time where we've got to climb the rough side of the mountain in order to appreciate the journey. There comes a time where you've got to know and recognize that your way back home may not be all about laughing and giddiness. It may not be a comedic show on the way back. You might find out that your way to God might be filled with tears. Your way to God may be filled with some situations and issues because of our state. We sometimes find ourselves in situations whereby the way back is going to be filled with tears. We must come to God with a repentant heart ready to turn from our wicked ways and surrender our heart and our mind, our soul to God, to give God our everything. Sometimes God doesn't lead us with laughter. God leads us with tears. I know that many of us want to always have happy, uh, joyous occasions that God ought to always do for me and lead me into a path of peace. But let me tell you that sometimes our actions require that God brings consequences and those consequences come with some pain, some stress and some struggle, the stress and struggle of changing from our transgression to the righteous way of God, to change from our transgressions and to move from our sinful transgressions, to move to the way of Christ, to follow the one who has taught us, who's led us in healing and loving and guided us in the way of righteousness that we might be pleasing unto God. For Christ is our great example. And if we follow the example of Christ, we'll lay down our life for our brothers and sisters and take up the cross and follow the way of the one who brought healing and peace to the world. Yes, trouble don't last always, yet there may be some teary days ahead. Look at verse uh, 10 and 11 and you'll see it says, Hear the word of the Lord, O ye nation, and declare it in the isles afar off and say, He that scattereth Israel will gather him and keep him as a shepherd doth his flock. For the Lord hath redeemed Jacob and ransomed him from the hand of him that was stronger than he. We all know that trouble don't last always. There is redemption. You see, sometimes you may find yourself in a situation that seems like there is no solution. And yet today we're able to look to God for the solution as the Savior has come. We can be redeemed no matter what you've been going through, no matter how bad life seems to you, no matter what your sin or your transgression may have been. God still stands with open arms for you. There is redemption. The Lord is calling us home. You are his child and it doesn't matter how far you've gone. The text says that it ought be declared afar off. 
no matter how far you are, no matter what kind of island you set upon, the island that has separated you from life and from love and from humanity. But God calls us even from afar off. God's voice can be heard. The Lord sees you in your state. God knows where your secret closet is. God knows what your heart is going through. God sees the tears and hears your weeping. Don't you know that trouble don't last always? God hears our faintest cry and he'll answer by and by. God is so good to us. We ought to be happy to know that redemption is possible, that we are saved through the goodness of God. The, 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 the way of God is to save us no matter how they scatter us and no matter what it seems like. You need to proclaim the word. Proclaim the word today to those afar off. Proclaim the word to the ones who've been scattered, to the ones who've been separated. Don't you know who wants to scatter us, who wants to separate us like wheat? It is Satan that wants to divide us and destroy us and separate us to scatter Israel, to scatter the people of God. But yet, when we hold on to the Lord, when we keep on keeping on with God, don't you know that the Lord will redeem us? The Lord has redeemed Jacob and the ransom has come through Jesus the Christ who died for you and for me. And so we can be happy today that the Lord continues to redeem us, redeem us from our situations, redeem us from this world. We're called from afar off. He's calling us the scattered. He's calling us those who've gone too far. The Lord still calls. We've been redeemed today. Perhaps today your finances are scattered. Maybe you're scattered mentally and emotionally, but yet God still redeems. Excited to know that Jacob is redeemed and the ransom has been brought forth, that he might be delivered from the one that is stronger than he. Don't you know that many of us are battling those uh, who are stronger, battling situations that are stronger than us? And yet the text tells us that the Lord redeemed Jacob, ransomed him from the hand of the one that was stronger than he. God can take you from the hand of the one that's stronger than you take you from situations and problems that seem insurmountable. Our God can work a way out of no way and we can continue to shout and praise the Lord for all that God has done for us. Our God is a strong God, a high tower, a protector and a provider for the weak and for the strained. God continues to bless us in season and out of season, taking us from the hand of those who are stronger than us. But then look at verse 12. It says there, therefore, they shall come and sing in the height of Zion and shall flow together to the goodness of the Lord for wheat and for wine and for oil and for the young of the flock and for the herd and their souls shall be a watered garden and they shall not sorrow any more at all. There are garden resources. There are times when you come to the garden and the garden looks a little bleak. If you look out in your garden, you'll see the brown stems that may be left over from vegetation that's been picked through the harvesting season. We find this time of year, oftentimes the garden looks very bleak. You see that things have died and must be replanted and re-nurtured. So many times over the span of our existence, we look out into the garden of our life, wondering if things will ever be restored to the state of beauty that they once found in the heat of summer and the renewal of spring. Somebody once said that April showers bring Mayflowers. Many times we don't want to go through the storms of April in order to see the beauty of Mayflowers. Sometimes you've got to go through the rain in order to see the growth that God brings. 
We can know and have faith in God knowing that no matter what your garden looks like, no matter how bad things may have gotten over the winter season, no matter what your last season looks like, God still has garden resources. We're able to find ourselves restored in the presence of God because trouble don't last always. The Lord was giving them a word to hold on to. God was giving them uh, some hope in order to move through the future. Hope to move through the consequences of their actions to know that yes, there are consequences, but trouble don't last always. God has resources and someday there shall be singing at the height of Zion again. We shall find ourselves in the sanctuary praising and blessing God again. There are seasons where we must remain patient with the consequences of our actions. We must remain patient for the actions of God. Wait, and again I say wait on the Lord. Having hope and faith knowing that there are garden resources that the Lord will continue to take care of us. That there will be singing in Zion again. There's some folk that can't wait to get back in church buildings, but let me tell you right now that we're still in the presence of God. If we continue to look to God for wisdom and direction and guidance, then we will recognize that there will be singing at the height of Zion again. Just hold on, wait for a while, know that there are some dark days that sometimes may come into our lives, that weeping and supplication might lead the day, that we might be teary for a season, but hold on with faith knowing that we shall be redeemed. God has resources, the cattle on a thousand hills of the Lord's, and you can rest assured that God has the resources to take care of us. Just hold on because the singing of Zion will return. There will be wheat and wine and oil. There will be again the riches that God blesses us with. Our souls shall be watered as the garden and sorrow shall be no more. Somebody ought to shout right there just knowing that trouble does not last always. There is a redemption. There are garden resources. The words of Tommy A. Dorsey, I am tired and weary, but I must toil on. To the Lord come to call me away where the morning is bright and the lamb is the light and the night is fair as the day. There'll be peace in the valley. Yes, there'll be peace in the valley someday. There'll be peace in the valley for me. I pray no more sorrow and sadness or trouble will be. There'll be peace in the valley for me. But lest I hold you too long, look with me at verse 14. And I will satiate the soul of the priest with fatness. My people shall be satisfied with my goodness, saith the Lord. Trouble don't last always. The way may be tearing. There is redemption. There are garden resources, but then finally we'll be satisfied. Yes, we will be satisfied. The text says, and my people shall be satisfied with my goodness, saith the Lord. Trouble don't last always. Jeremiah comes to remind them that they had messed up. They had walked away from God. I think that we can identify with that today that many of us have walked and turned. We've distance ourselves from God and yet now we've had time to reconsider the matter. We've had uh, uh, almost a year to be on the pause button if you will. We've had time to think about our lives and to introspectively think about where we are with God. This is a great time and a great day to think about your relationship with God, to reconsider, to think about your life, to think about our lives in connection with God. How has our relationship with God been? This is a great time to hold hope in your heart, 
to grasp on to faith with great hope in your heart, knowing that God will take care of us. And through thick and thin, through the sickness and the sorrows of life, God has always been there. The God that's there today, yesterday, and forevermore, the one that blesses us in season and out of season, still is in the miracle working business. God can and will make a way out of no way if we but hold on. That we'll be singing in Zion again. You just got to hold on to the way of God. Keep the faith and keep on keeping on. We will be satisfied if we but hold on to the way of God. Christ has shown us that sometimes some dark days may come. Teary ways and teary days may come as Christ died on the cross of Calvary. But I'm glad today the redemption is there as we see Romans chapter 10 reminding us that God the Father raised Jesus from the dead. Redemption was there in the garden. There are garden resources as the seed of David and the seed of Abraham, the seed of Jesse and David was buried in a borrowed tomb early one morning rose with victory for me and for you that we might be satisfied forevermore. God has paid the price that satisfaction might take place, that the Lord has saved us and we don't have to wait for the second coming of the Lord. We don't have to wait for God to come crack open the sky as Jesus returns. We can say thank you right now. We can shout hallelujah right now with faith in our hearts, with hope toward God, knowing that trouble don't last always. Maybe you've had some problems financially and physically, but trouble don't last always. Shout hallelujah right now in advance for what God will do in your life. Just hold on knowing that uh, our sins and our transgressions have brought us into the backslidden consequences of life. Yet God will redeem us from them all and someday there shall be singing at the heights of Zion. If we look to God, we know that the Lord's way is to bring joy in the midst of our storms yes on the other side of your storm on the other side of your situation on the other side of your April showers there is a great garden growing in your May so thank God that our, our latter is greater than our former that the latter is greater than our former trouble don't last always this has been another broadcast of Living the Bible Together with Dr. Troy Shaw from the Liberty Hill Church, where we worship virtually on Sundays at 11 a.m. For more information or to contribute to this ministry, please visit us online at livingthebibletogether.org. God bless you and have a great week. Liberty Hill, living the Bible together through education, missions, and ministry.